Hello, Internet, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Camera Corner Podcast. We're your geek slash nerd discussion podcast. We only take one topic from TV, movie, video game, book, and we're, we're talking about that day, and we bat around until we get bored. I'm, as always, your host, Patrick. With me is my co-host, Jared. Say hi, Jared. I am the villainous madman, Jay. And also joining us is special guest and friend of the podcast and owner of Cavern Corner Studios, uh, Ryan. Say hi, Ryan. I think Tony Stark will top this list. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so today uh, is we're not we're not doing a, a, a full on review of a specific topic. We are going to be talking about the MCU, um, but it kind of uh, sp- it, sp- it spread out because I did a thing um, after math. Yeah. The greatest crime. Uh, after watching uh, Thor: Love and Thunder, um, and kind of uh, observing the uh, online response to it, both from critics and from fans, um, one of the major critiques that the movie received was the presentation of gore. It was even a, it was even a critique I had with the movie. Yeah. Uh, that he was he was kind of lackluster uh, in his uh, in his presentation, especially com- compared to his uh, comic book uh, inspiration. Um, and one of the major critiques of the MCU as a whole, uh, was all used to always be that they had really subpar villains. Um, now, uh, now it's, it would be very difficult to compare the almost 30 movies of the MCU against anything else. So I'm trying to keep it to where I'm comparing them against each other. Yeah. Uh, Make it as apples to apples as possible. Yeah. Uh, so what I what I chose to do was um, try and find some way to quantitatively compare one villain versus another. Um, obviously, you can't do this for power level because then you know you got Obadiah Stane on one scale and Thanos on the other. Right. Um, hey, Obadiah probably could have one shot Thanos with whatever that weird paralysis ear <laughs> button thing was. Yeah, if he had, if he had tricked Thanos into let, in letting him hand him something, because Obadiah would have aimed for the head. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, so, some some weird vendetta that bald people have against one another. Man, how did Tony never include that fucking gizmo into his armors? It was non-lethal. I well, I that was actually the reason that they, they couldn't sell it was like the army wasn't uh, interested in something that was like non-lethal. Which is weird. You would think law enforcement would be interested in it. Oh, law enforcement's not interested in non-lethal. Yeah, in the MCU they might be. MCU's a different world. The vice president tried to kill True, the president. They, I'm not. I'm not going to argue. <laughs> I'm not saying they do I'm saying, have. I'm less. The two white guys probably shouldn't be like battering the <laughs> one person of color in the room who's like, like who's like. Look, a cab, but and we're like no buts. <laughs> but <laughs> the MCU has the leg to stand on if they can blame Hydra. Yeah. <laughs> um. See, uh, you know, th- in our world, we have we ha- we can blame a bunch of cops who you know saw the Punisher symbol and didn't know the context behind it. Oh, yeah. I, I was going to say, no, to be fair, in the real world, we are also still fighting uh, Nazis. Yeah. yeah. In, in the MCU, you see the bad guys and, you know, what do the good guys do? They go out and stop them. In our world, well, you need to get out and vote. And also the Republicans still decide to uh, uh, put more measures, like vote down measures to find the members of HYDRA inside of our law enforcement. Or they'll tell us that we need to listen to both sides. The vote thing drives me crazy. 
You had to get out and vote? No, the, the thing like uh, the Republicans voted on an initiative that was supposed to be a long-term initiative on um, rooting out uh, white supremacists inside of um, uh, the government, like using programs to basically kind of like keep tabs on your employees, which uh, people are like, uh, when people talk about jobs, I was like, well, I don't want my employer. I was like, if you worked any job in your life, people are keeping tabs on every fucking thing you do. Oh, yeah. Um, so that is not, you're not special for any of those types of purposes. So, uh, so them looking out for like, you know, he sure does say the N word a lot. And a lot of times he's not really saying, uh, <laughs> like, and, people, and then the Republicans being like, no, nah, can't, we can't do that. Like, that's pretty sus. Mm-hmm. But back to, you know, back to the, MCU. Back, to, back to the lesser villains. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when I was, when I was trying to compare the quantitatively, I went off of things that they did in the movie to, to borrow a pro wrestling term, build heat. Um, what heat is, is basically getting the audience to not like you. Um, like, uh, it's, this isn't necessarily to measure them building heat with the hero, because, you know, half of the things that they do in the movie, the hero doesn't see. We see it. Yeah. Um, but the hero might not know the details of, or it might all be presented in the finale where the hero was going to fight him anyway. Uh, the heat is to build the narrative stakes for us to be invested. Um, so I went through all the 29 movies of the MCU and for every scene that they were in took uh, whether it was a implied or on-screen villainous act. Um, if, it was on, if it was on-screen and we saw it, uh, then that scores two points. If it was implied then that's one point. For instance, Thanos killing Loki, that was on screen, we saw it. Thanos whooping the shit out of Xandar and taking the Power Stone, we're told about that, we never see it. Um, um, have I lost anybody? No, no, we got it. But yeah. you, you included Loki, which is already skewing the scale, because there's on screen a lot of people killing Loki. <laughs> and I don't know if those should give them points. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I, I do. All right, all right, all right, Thanos killing Heimdall. We saw that. <laughs> uh, I, I do want to point out to anybody who's listening. Uh, when we were doing the Oops All topic, uh, Pat brought this uh, this up to me last week, where he'd already been working on it, and he had only w- finished Phase One. Yeah. And so for Pat to sit down here and tell me he watched all twenty other movies, twenty four other movies in the last week, and graded them, is absolutely. Buck wild to me. Uh, there was a point about halfway through phase three where I, where I had to ask myself, is this really worth it? It wasn't, but don't worry. You have nothing else going for you. So oh, I've got some that? questions about how things held up watching them that quickly in a row. But yeah. That we'll save until like the end of this, if we have time. Because uh, I'm sure some opinions have got to have changed. Actually, yeah. Oh, without going into detail, have your opinions on any of the villains What's... with this in mind changed? Okay. Uh, see, for one, um, I'm, I'm a lot. Well, I'm a lot less invested in Killmonger. Uh, he 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 seemed to be he seemed to be a lot more important than he was. He was he was impressive for his phase, but compared to like the the big two breakouts were Loki and Thanos. Yeah. Um, like I think Killmonger may have been the highest scoring of his phase, but. Phase three, it just was kind of 
Well, I'm just saying great. for you personally, like, did for, it, like, well, and also, was all, this the showing where Aldrich well, Killian just took, took well, the lead? Well, the it. other thing I was going to say about Killmonger, half of his villainous presence, because he comes in so late in the movie, Yeah, like, Claw is really the guy who's building heat. Yeah. That's fair. Um, uh, was, a uh, uh, Ross, like, Hulk was just, like, almost the worst movie <laughs> when you're in trial. Wait, who? What the fuck is going on? Who's the bad guy here? Because, like, also, so on th- movies like that where you had multiple, it's very enemies, meandering. Yeah, uh, well, on movies like that, like, where you scoring the, the movies individually? So, like, The Incredible Hulk was like Ross separate from uh, Blonsky. Uh, for, uh, well, for Hulk, I went with Ross because Blonsky was hired on by Ross. Okay, um, and it and because the finale was. Ross losing control of Blonsky that kind of hurt Ross's score. Well, but okay, but Ross can't do a villainous act. He's working on behalf of the U.S. military. Oh yeah, and the U.S. military has never gotten up to some sketchy shit. Never, not once. Uh-huh. You want to go visit Tuskegee? When we're here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, my I don't. Girl. See, Ryan doesn't know how often we actually bring up Tuskegee on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Does I don't listen to this garbage. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so you'll contribute to its production, but you won't listen to it. Even have you when ever you're heard it. me on audio? I yes, hate I the have. sound of my voice. No, but, I just I don't like re-listening to things I've already heard before. Oh no, and I, I, I hear I, this. I, I, I'm, yeah. I get it. I get it. But uh, but yeah. So like I said, we'll we'll, 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 we'll save more that. detailed. <laughs> we'll save more details toward the end. Uh, I actually am very interested to see like how this uh, how this whole thing worked out for yeah. us. Um. So. Yo, know, so first I'll 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 posit to you, like uh, with the with knowing that the average score of because of the MCU villains, uh, when I added them all together and you know you know put and collated them, the this is in single digits. No, the MCU average was ten point eight. On a on a one on like a, if you see them doing bad thing or if you see them bad doing bad thing they get two points and yeah. if you uh, and if know it's they did bad is they it's one okay that's that's, that's still high, low that's, a, that's higher than I thought for some of these like for for an average there are a lot of people that blew that average okay um but there are several that were scored very low okay because like even if we're taking like like we'll probably just jump into a second here like um Obadiah Stane. Like he plays Tony's friend for most of the movie. Yeah, uh, he he plays Tony's friend. It's very late when you uh, when you see him do start doing villain stuff. Because um, like, I mean, yelling at a scientist that Tony Scrap built this uh, in a in a cave with a box of scraps. Yeah, isn't really villainous. Yeah, it's not it's not really something that is that makes him less likable for us. Yeah, um, yeah, but he should have already started out at like twenty points for being a billionaire. Uh, there this, are no this, good this, was, this was 2008. We didn't know that yet. <laughs> no, we did. We just were ignoring no, it. No, I was two years out of high school. I ain't no shit. <laughs> no, we were still stuck in the, like, hoping one day we would be the next Steve Jobs. Yeah. Um, but, like, uh, to, to, to give you a sense of scale, Obadiah Stane from Iron Man 1, he scored nine. Okay. That, that is higher than I thought. All right. So, like, you know, like for him, if you go into his score, he got two points for ordering the hit on Tony because we saw that attack. Right. Uh, he scored one point for selling weapons to the Ten Rings. We're told about it. We never see it. We never actually see a, a sale take place. 
Uh, it, two points for getting the Mark I designs from the Ten Rings. This is the same scene where he betrays the, the main guy. Yeah. Um, two points for tasering Tony. Two points for the for the big uh, final fight. Okay. All right. Total All right. My first sign of contention. I don't think tasering Tony's a bad thing. Tony kind of deserves it. Tony was the hero of the movie. <laughs> Once again, if this was Ryan's list, Tony would have been like... <laughs> Tony would have been the villain of the movie. Thanos would have looked upon Tony in awe. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, with... with So, like, with... Uh, with that... With that... Uh, you know, known of like you know the the first villain, what an average is like. Uh, how how many how many out of twenty nine movies? How many do you think actually scored above that? I mean, man, that, that implies that somebody scored way lower than that. Nobadiah is like the he's most the first lim- villain, but like man, he's one of the most limp dick villains. Holy I will, I will say it's it's kind of a because based on my scale, Phase One started very slow. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, I obviously Loki's the breakout star. Very much because he, he has two vi- films in that in Phase One. He has two. It, Loki's even crazier because not only does Loki have two films to keep Loki from completely breaking the the, the system, mm-hmm. I had to score both films separately. <laughs> <laughs> Obadiah Stane was a nine. Loki is a nineteen in both movies. In both movies. Yes. Son of a bitch! Like Loki. Give me but a second, how many me... villains points getting taken off for that smile? I didn't. I never took any anybody's points away. Uh, let's see, Loki. Let me get to Loki's I'm just saying, page. That smile's so charming. Yeah, so, that's part of the evil, though. So we know from we don't actually see him bring him in, but we we learn that he let the frost giants in Asgard. Yeah. Uh, we see him manipulate Thor into attacking Jotunheim. Yeah. We see him refuse to lift Thor's exile when Sif uh, asks him to. Uh, he we see him lie to Thor about uh, about needing to keep him in exile to prevent war. Uh, we see him meet with Laufey to break into Asgard to kill Odin. Um, we see him send the Destroyer to go kill Thor. We see him freeze Heimdall with the Cask of Infinite Wonders. Uh, we see him betray Laufey. And then the duel at the Rainbow Bridge and the uh, and shooting the Rainbow Bridge into Jotunheim. Look, man, you gotta understand. I haven't seen Thor since it came out in theaters. I forgot all of that happened in the movie. Yeah. I literally just remembered Thor got banished for being a dick. Fucked around, threw some coffee mugs. Never found out. <laughs> eventually, um, beat the shit out of uh, Tom Hiddleston on a uh, seizure bridge. Uh huh. Credits. Yeah, a lot. Uh, Thor, like Loki. There's a reason that Loki was so beloved because we we kept cutting back to him uh, throughout the throughout the movie. Um, he, he's kind of he's almost the deuteragonist of Thor one. Um. But like you know, so he was definitely the most active and the most heat building, which is probably why everybody likes him. Well, also Tom Hiddleston's just so fuck like Tom they, Hiddleston. They, like, they, they cast like uh, goddamn the dude is a beloved uh, Jeff Bridges is a fucking beloved actor. No, and... he's just Tom Hiddleston's just so charming, and like the current generation generation of women love him. I know no fewer than seven different women who have seen TikToks of Tom Hiddleston reading children's books. 
and you're like, if that little, if that man reads Mary had a little lamb to me, my panties are gonna drop. And oh yeah, like, he's he's like he's on some I can't remember the what the name of the uh, yeah it's rap, like, rap like is. reading yeah, he, like, yeah he's reading Winnie the Pooh. It's like yeah, just reading like stories to help you go to sleep, and they're like, oh that ain't gonna help me sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be in bed listening to it, but I ain't gonna be sleeping. Like yeah, Tom Hiddleston just he like oh, him bother. and him and Hemsworth <laughs> were just breakout actors for that. But yeah, so like so mm-hmm. that so. So that was uh so he he scored that high in Thor one and in Avengers. No, he would have outscored uh, Avengers and Thor one, but I gave him a bonus point because of uh, pretty much everything, all the baggage from Thor one that he was carrying into to help define his character in, in Avengers. Mm-hmm. Um, so like Loki is a very active uh, antagonist. All right, so with the high and low. So of of phase one, I'm then going to guess that uh, the we- the weakest link is uh, either Justin Hammer or Whiplash, depending on which one you classified. Nope, I'm um, going to vote Red Skull. Uh, neither the weakest uh, score in phase one was Ross. Really? Uh, because technically, all that we see him do, uh, we see him uh, manipulate. Uh, banner into uh, into testing the 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 gamma bomb because uh, Banner thought he was working on like medical procedures. Okay. We see him order Banner's capture, which uh, uh, yeah. So I'm trying to think like villainous is an actual like evil, not just like opposite to the hero. But, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Then we see him botch Banner's capture by and I, I scored that separately because he was specifically sending his his uh, his men in without. Crucial knowledge, like the banner is the Hulk, um, and they and got his men killed. So I counted that as a villainous act. Yeah. Everything after that, while he is opposed to Banner, he's not actively antagonized. Man, he's he's like improving Blonsky uh, until eventually Blonsky goes rogue uh, and uh, gets uh, Samuel Stearns to put you know Hulk stuff into. Him. Well, I mean, look, we've already mentioned you know. Tuskegee. I think testing unverified injections on your soldiers. It, it wasn't un, it, it wasn't unverified. Like they 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 they, they said it was an old project, but they had, they had gotten it to work. They had super soldier juice. Yeah. They said they never got it to work. They never got it to be like mass you know market usable. Like it it wasn't viable to use it, to use on all soldiers. But they they said they did. They, he got it to work on Blonsky. I mean, it does work on Blonsky. Yeah. And yeah. Bl- and Blonsky has the, has the even better one. He got the version that the Super Soldiers and Falcon and Winter Soldier have that doesn't make you bulky, and also like lets you recover from every bone in your body being broken in twenty four hours. Yeah, because uh, you know Cap Bl- don't do that. Yeah, one side kick from the Hulk shattered all of uh, Blonsky's insides. What's that? He was still on that wire they used to help him run across that field. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, uh, comparative between between those two. Um, because uh, you said... Um, I said Red Skull. You said Red Skull and you said uh, Iron Man 2? Yeah. Uh, between those two, uh, Iron Man 2 was the weaker showing. Uh, like I said, the phase phase one, the first half of phase one was bad. Like, it was, uh, it was a nine, a five, and a seven sequ- sequentially. Um, then you had Thor come in with a 19. Cat was a 14. And uh, Avengers was another 19. That's probably... Except you're like Red Skull's not really a presence in most of the movie. 
most of what he's doing isn't necessarily against isn't necessarily against Cap, but a lot of it is against uh, just the soldiers. Well, that's just it. Um, Mostly, you're seeing the other Hydra people doing stuff, and then it'll cut to Cap and the Helen Commandos stopping a Hydra plan, and then you watch, you know, fucking Agent Smith just throw a tantrum. Well, like he has a lot of one points stuff okay. that we're told that we don't see. Like, uh, for one, he is a Nazi. That's one point. Yeah. Uh, yeah we, I never see a single Nazi flag in that movie. We don't know. Uh, we we uh, we know we learn that he he had Erskine's family killed. Uh, Erskine mentions it. Uh, we know that he ordered the village where he found the Tesseract destroyed, even though the guy told him where the, where it was hidden. Uh, we know that he ordered Erskine's assassination, but we never actually see him give the order. Um, we know that he was giving orders to have the POWs work to death. Um, it's not. I forgot he did that. Yeah, it's not until uh, it's not until Cap stages his uh, rescue mission that they actually fight each other and confront each other the first time. That's the first on-screen act of villainy that that happens with Red Skull. Um, then the, that's when he pulls off his mask, right? Yeah. Then the big montage of Red Skull losing World War Two. Yes. <laughs> Um, then flying the, uh, Valkyrie to, uh, bomb America. Uh, you know, I, I, there was a few extra so- soldiers that we saw him kill on screen. So I just, I took them all together and just gave that as one two point excursion. And then the final fight with Steve. It's like most of, most of his points are when the movie is basically done. Or just watching Nazis do things yeah. and go, eh. Like uh, what? Like I think part of what kept the MCU the first half of Phase One score so low is because each of those movies is basically origin movies. So yeah. two thirds of the movie has to be focused on the hero with his origin. And also looking back on Phase One of Marvel, Marvel was still real timid on getting two out there. Yeah, I mean it was a very different world pre Doctor Strange. Yes, I mean. Thor was probably the most out there they got. But Thor um, was still very much, oh, no, this is all science. They're, yeah, well, remember, Thor being out there is what made John Favreau go, I no longer understand this universe any longer. I'm going to stop directing these movies. Yeah. Um, John Favreau was opposed to the idea of magical Thor running around because it, it flew in the face of the more grounded realism of what he had brought in with Iron Man. Mm-hmm. And I mean, obviously, he stuck around, and he still like lent his expertise to uh, to Marvel as he stuck as he, as he did. Yeah, so. but it's also why you know, like, he didn't really even want to put Ahsoka in the Mandalorian because the Force ain't his shit. Yeah. Um, then we move on to like once, once we get to and the final average for Phase One was twelve point sixteen. So it scored higher than the average for the MCU in total because of Thor and Avengers, just because yes. of Loki. As a Loki, um, with, and you know, and Red Skull helped. Um, so basically, any bad guy in a movie who is businessman in a suit is probably going to skew the score way down, Andy. Possibly. Um, okay. Uh, well, it's funny you say that, but um, when we move into the uh, in the phase, phase two, um, uh, Alexander Pierce um, in, from uh, Winter Soldier is in there. That's who you're counting as the as the villain. Well, it's him slash Hydra. Okay. Um, He's the face you can put on Hydra. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. Uh, admit, admittedly, Hydra didn't stop being a thing. They, they they kept being a thing in 
in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. after he was taken out, but for the purposes of that movie, he represents... Yes, but it's a lot easier to fight, you know, Jeff Bezos than it is capitalism. Yeah. It's a lot easier to punch Pierce than it is Hydra. Um, Phase 2, actually a lower scoring phase. Okay. Um, Their average was a a 10.83. So, very close to what is normally considered the average. Are we going to go ahead? I, immediately off the bat, I have to know how Dark World did. Because Because I was about to say, because if you're not counting Loki as the villain of that movie, then it's going to score way lower, too. Uh, Malekith the, like, the Malekith, Accursed. The Accursed is the villain, yeah. Uh, see, we in the preview, we learned that he went to war with boars and tried to use the Aether to destroy the universe. But we don't, a lot of that we don't get to see. He went to war with what? He went to, to war with boars. Odin's, Odin's father. Dead. Oh, Odin's, I thought Odin's name is O A R S. I was like, the boars are unstoppable. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Pumbaa didn't strike down the dark elves. Okay. Um. Uh, we know that he then we know he orchestrated the attack on Asgard because we see him order Curse to infiltrate Asgard. So I gave that I gave that as a two point because we got to see it. Okay. Um. Then he tries to uh to uh use the Aether again. Um, but we don't get to see exactly how he's using it. We see the effects, and then the final final fight with Thor. Uh, Malekith ended with uh, six points. That's a that's okay. Uh, he, yeah. he, he is he is not as low as Ross, but he is still low. Um, part of it is because um, all he told Kurt to do was infiltrate uh, Asgard. Uh, he didn't tell. To kill Curse Thor's to, mother. Yeah, he didn't tell Curse to kill Thor's mother. As a matter of fact, it, the way that that scene plays out, it looks like Malekith wasn't even necessarily gonna kill her. It's just she got uh, she she got a, a uh, and she got an advantage moment against Malekith, and then Curse ran up and stabbed her in the back. Okay. So because like that wasn't necessarily something that Malekith seemed to imply that he even wanted, I couldn't give it to him. Okay. Um, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not giving any, any lieutenants, unless they're directly, unless they're adding on direct order from the big bad, I don't usually use lieutenant feats in this, in these scores. Okay. Yeah, because sometimes, like, lieutenants are the more impressive showing. Yeah. Um, so, like, you know, so, yeah, Malekith, he, uh, he's, I'll go and tell you, he's the lowest scoring person in phase two. Alright, that's, that's, I figured it'd probably have to be, but... Um, see, with the... Because Darren... I actually think Darren Cross might have scored pretty high then. Who? Ant-Man. Oh, Yellow Jacket, yeah. Yeah? I Because he's actually all over that movie, and only to be an asshole in every scene that he's in. Funny you should mention that. <laughs> oh! Motherfucker, if you were, like, scoring in at 47... No, sadly. Uh, see. Trying to remember, I'm trying to get the order. I have, I have like, if you hear... Page flipping is because I actually have these in a notebook. Uh, see, he is after Age of Ultron. Yeah, it's the last movie in Phase 2. That's Civil War. Ant-Man. In terms of, like, what we see him do, he is implied to, uh, that we don't see actually get to see him force Hank uh, out of his own company. But, it, yeah, it's yeah, definitely that, That's part of, his, part of his backstory. That's, so that's one point. We see him selling... Uh, the shrinking technology as a weapon to Hydra and the Ten Rings. Yes. Uh, we uh, he takes Cassie hostage, and the big finale fight with Scott. 
I mean, even Every, everything else, he's an asshole, but he's not. Like, okay, so it, it yeah. had to be like directly. Oh no, um, you're already forgetting some. Just off the top of my head, I think of he straight up murders a man in the background. Yeah, but yeah, that's he's not the, counting that. Yeah, that's in the uh, in the uh, in the demonstration. No, no, no. When, he, when he's in the bathroom. No, and, he uh, just straight up, a dude comes up and gets some shit. He kills him in the bathroom and shrinks him into a blob before the demonstration. And then he, like, wipes him off and throws him away in the toilet. I may have missed that. Yeah, okay, that so, is a... So that would, so that, would put, that would put him up to nine. Okay. Uh, so, so, he, so he's... A, he's. So I was like, okay, if you skip that, then you're just skipping things that, like, where they're not... But I was like, but that is definitely a heel that, move. Yeah, that, that is definitely a heel move. Uh, so, yeah, I'll, I'll, like I said, I, and, and once again, I am human. It is entirely yeah, possible that I could. Yeah, that was the one I was actually saying. Derek Cross does a lot of just directly like. Now, I can be fair. Like, uh, to be fair, some some of them are just kind of uh, like like. So it didn't sound like you counted the fact that he goes over to uh, uh, Hank's house to kill him because he doesn't do it. Yeah, he doesn't do it, and just mentions that he had planned on doing it, but decided not to, which I guess doesn't really bring heat. It, like, it technically makes you uncomfortable with him in that scene. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't catch you a, uh... Actually, conspiracy to commit murder is still a crime. Yeah, but it's... it's it, it, I, I felt so conflicted about it, I, I, I wound up not scoring it. Yeah. Um, True, because honestly, you could probably tally up Hank Pym and get <laughs> kind of right up there with yeah. there in that movie. Like, now, now if, I, if I do this for all MCU characters... An interesting thing occurs. Tony, Tony Stark, Stark becomes <laughs> unstoppable. Yeah. Um. Uh, see, one other uh, thing in Phase Two. Well, uh, it was uh, Guardians. Um, because oh, I was gonna say Ronan probably also scored. Uh, the funny thing is, I expected Ronan to score really low because so many people remember Ronan not doing anything. Uh, or, or remember running, not making an impact. Um, but the funny thing is, almost every scene that you see Ronan, Ronan catches a body. In, in almost every scene you see him. And also, like almost every time they're reacting to something, it is a Ronan yeah. put this into motion thing too. It's like you know, you learn you learn what he did to Drax's family. You see him, you know, you know, killing people on planet. You see him, uh, you know, you know. D- but declaring that he's going to betray Thanos so that he can ro- launch a basically religious jihad on on these on these uh you know non pure Kree. Whoops, Drax's ass. Yeah, beats beats five shades of shit out of Drax. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like I gives him one of the coldest lines in the MCU up to that point. I don't remember killing your family, and I won't remember killing you. <laughs> <laughs> I had forgotten that. That is a good line. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Ronan actually scored a fourteen. Okay. He was he was at he tied with uh, Aldrich Killian as the highest scoring villain of his phase. Okay, that's surprising from Killian too. Although to be fair, president. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's because like Killian, because like he's all he also like captures and like tortures uh, a war machine to yeah. get information on one to get him out of the out of the suit and then two to get information on a. Uh, to uh, abduct the president, and his minions actually literally follow every one of his every orders. every every one it of them is, never, is acting on his orders. Yeah, it never implies any of them are acting independently. They are always acting indirect. Because also, due to the way extremist works, he can blow them up with a, basically the press of a button. Yes. Does any person 
over the movies besides, I guess, Wanda get it worse than Rhodey. Rhodey never has a good time in the movies that Rhodey is in. Uh, he seemed to, he seemed to come out of Iron Man too. Okay. Yeah, that I mean, he, he 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 does lose autonomy over his suit uh, almost immediately. Yeah, but I mean, he has he has to He's have a back. A, he has to have his intro scene where he beats Tony's ass in the party. You know, he he he, he get he gets to he gets to have the finale fight, sharing the spotlight with with what Tony. Do, but what I'm saying, but still, for as far as what that means for Rhodey, oh, Rhodey didn't leave Iron Man two in a happy place. Rhodey went home sad that man, I I thought I lost my friend, and now I'm in a much worse position in the military. Alright, Iron Man 3. Man, I got my ass tortured and I'm in a much worse position in the military. Civil War. Man, I ain't got no legs anymore, Lieutenant Dan. And I ain't even in the military. Alright, one, he doesn't lose his legs. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's, and you he, forgot about uh, Age of Ultron. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, Age of, Age of Ultron, nothing really bad happened, happened to him in that one. Ultron. Yeah. He but, just kicks ass. Yeah. Uh, so I don't, yeah, I don't even remember it. To be fair, though, I don't remember Age of Ultron. Besides, you know, Hawkeye giving a speech to Quicksilver about, or Scarlet Witch. One of them. Once you're out that I, I door, lo- you're an Avenger. Well, I love the idea that like uh, he has like little like decorations on on his suit for like things he took out. Like, yeah, he's Ultron got the Ultron helmets. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I was I was surprised to see uh, Ultron like Ultron scored not as high as I would have thought for his movie. Well, that's. Ultron's also like kind of affable in his movie, yeah. but and also also a lot of his uh, a lot of his his scenes where he does heinous shit got cut. Well, also um, not just that. Also, you kind of have to give almost every point Ultron does to Tony. Once again, I, like look, don't get, <laughs> don't let the deconstruction fool you. Marvel and Disney are only ever going to pitch you that Tony was the hero. We I can, know. We can argue all that we but want Ultron that Tony's the villain. But Ultron is also literally Tony. No? It's a copy of his brain. No, is it? Uh, Ultron was just an AI that him and Banner wrote. Based off his brain, I thought. That was no. The thing. Oh. That's, that's, that's comic book Ultron okay. was based off of Hank's brain. No, that's how I remember the thing. They built it, but I remember them saying um, Ultron's AI was based off of Tony's brain. No, no they actually they actually used the mind gem to help build Ultron. And then, and then left it plugged up to the internet for five minutes, and it decided that humanity was a waste of time. Um, like, uh, you know, so he, like, you know, for him, we don't actually get to see him kill Jarvis. <laughs> well, he—that's because he doesn't. My well, first thought was, why would? What would he? What would have been the thing on the internet that turned Ultron villain? So like, oh, the first thing he would have encountered: Tony's search history. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's damaging. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, hell, he, he, he probably he probably didn't even have that rasp in his voice before he saw that. <laughs> somehow the somehow the AI screamed itself hoarse. To be fair, what we don't really realize is that the reason he sings that Pinocchio song is not because he became familiar with uh, Pinocchio and Disney. He saw something Tony had seen, had watched, and had bookmarked. That's why Tony's so freaked out when he comes out, and he's just like, I've got no strings on me. <laughs> uh, Tony's like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. oh, God, I hope they think this is Pinocchio. Yep. <laughs> yeah, like for Ultron, you know, 
we don't get to see what exactly he does to Jarvis. We see the after effects of it. Um, that's why I put in quotes kills Jarvis because, like, you know, the end of the, at, by the end of the movie, they use Jarvis to make uh, Vision. Yeah. Um, Sean. <laughs> He's yeah, Vision. Then we see him. We see him use the Iron Legion to attack the Avengers. Uh, it is implied that he kills Strucker, but that scene was deleted. They they talk about it, but we don't actually get to see him do it. Yeah. Um. See, uh, I, I had conflicted feelings about seeing about the scene where he cuts off Claw's arm. Yeah. Because I mean, Claw was already a, he's, he was a villain. He never really portrayed himself as anything else, and that is not well, really something that made us hate him. Uh, Claw like uh, was afraid of cuttlefish. Total vil, uh, total um, sympathetic move. Mm-hmm. When you take off the hand of a man who loves cuttlefish, you are a villain. And this movie is literally robots against humans. That is violence against humans. No matter how much Andy Serkis doesn't look like one until you put him in a button-down suit. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, the uh, Hulk's rampage on <laughs> on uh, on in, throughout Africa, that was uh, something Scarlet Witch did. That, like, Vision yeah, didn't that give even, that they, order. Yeah, they hadn't even met up with, uh, with him that, at that point. Yeah. Uh, he did mind-control Dr. Cho. <laughs> And we set, we see him, you know, giving her orders while she's mind controlled. Then the uh, there, then the the fight with Avengers before in China, and then the fight with event with the Avengers in the finale. Okay. So he wound he wound up sitting at twelve, above average for the for the MCU, um, just not the highest scoring of his phase. All right. All right. So phase three. Phase three. Phase. Phase one and phase two were six movies each. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Pretty sure phase three was like eleven movies. Yeah. Uh, that's when they were spitting out all the spinoffs. Yeah, because this well, we were ramping up, and also remember, Endgame is in phase three. Yeah. So uh, this is also we're also getting a lot of origin stories in this movie in this phase though, right? Uh, not so much in well because in phase oh, Doctor- in phase three, Doctor Strange's movie is in phase three. Okay. Okay. Uh, and uh, see, uh, Captain Marvel is in phase is in phase three, and um, Black Panther. While that, while he's not, it's, an, it's not. Oh, an origin Captain movie. Marvel's got to be the the lowest scoring villain. Uh, actually, no. What? No. Uh, the lowest scoring. Who did, villi- you, did you count Yon Rog as the villain? Yes. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Before this goes further, please tell him this isn't about to you know turn into a. Oh no! The lowest scoring uh, villain is Eric Killmonger because my brother did nothing wrong. Also, Lama Lego. Oh God! No, uh, Killmonger was act- Killmonger is actually tied as being the highest scoring of his phase. Okay. Um, like uh, the the two highest scoring. Well, no. Let me take that back. He is tied for second. I was about to say because it probably seemed like Thanos going to sweep. Than- Thanos is Thanos is. That was the highest scoring villain in the MCU. Because honestly, just the snap doesn't seem fair to be two points. Still going to count as two yeah, points. Still going to be the highest. Yeah, still. In the MCU. He's, look, he's still. Well, he's, he's the still, protagonist of his own movie. Yeah. So you're 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 with him the most um, because he has the character building moments. Everyone else is like there is mostly cameos. Yeah. Because it is such an ensemble cast for Infinity War and Endgame. Wait, right, but lowest scoring for phase uh, three? Lowest scoring was actually Ego. Mm. And that's understandable. He's mostly just nice guy the whole movie until yeah. 
the final fight. Yeah, until until you get revealed. But I mean, that's also why I thought Yon Rog, because I mean, we we know that like because <sighs> we because we 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 know through dialogue that he gave Peter's mom the tumor. We yes. don't actually see him do it. Mm. Uh, we know that through dialogue and story progression that he killed his other children. Yes. We don't actually see him. We don't actually see him meet any of the others. No. Um, then we, but we do see his villainous terraforming turn other planets into him. Uh, plan start to enact. So uh, that got scored as scores scored two, and then the final fight with the guardians is kind of one huge bombastic scene. Okay. Um, now he does turn to David Hasselhoff. How many points that gave? That gave him. I have no. I have no. I don't. I don't I have no villainous feelings about Hasselhoff because also, like you know, I think that was around the time when I saw Kung Fury. <laughs> right. But one uh, one one weird bit that that is kind of weird, given the MCU as a whole to now. Um, because if you remember, they said they they said that Ego was a celestial. Did but, they? Yeah. Yeah. But by Eternals, we have actual celestials. Huh. Um, but like with the logic of Eternals, apparently like part of their lifespan they are birthed from planets when they get certain sentient. So I'm like, is is Ego stillborn? Cause he's a he's a planet, they say he's a celestial, but he doesn't look like any of the celestials we've seen. Oh, and, that that is a And that and then and then like that raises even more questions with Peter with with Star Lord, because like he's half celestial. It's like, so what? In what way are the giant, you know, alien stone robots able to crossbreed with humans, and yeah, why? I want to see giant red stone god meet Star Lord and be like, "Oh, what up, little cuz?" Yeah, <laughs> like, like, yeah. If we get to a movie and we see uh, Arisham the Judge dap up Star Lord, yeah, you know. <laughs> I want to see Peter Quill go, "What up, Unc?" <laughs> These are the questions we were not meant to ask. Yeah. I'm glad we got them down here. I don't know who, who got to that uh, before you did, Pat, but I hope you get as much early credit for it as possible. Maybe. Like, like I said, this, it's just one of those things where you... Because you, at the time when Guardians 2 came out, we didn't think we were ever going to get an Eternals movie. No. Or, or with uh, with actual Celestials. Yeah, like, you know, we like when they said when they said, "Oh, he's going to be a celestial." I was like, "Okay." I mean, you're not you're not going to do Jason of Spartax. So I, I get it. He's kind of lame. Um, so I was thinking like celestials were going to be just this class of beings that ego and you know some other weird shit. Like maybe they were going to say the Living Tribunal is a celestial, um, or you know, or Infinity, what have you. The High Evolutionary. Yeah. Um, but no, like you know, so you're e- as an as a celestial, either you're a planet or a big humanoid robot. Weird. Yeah. Fucking yeah, weird. But I mean, but also the Eternals also very much vary in size because two of them were just hanging out outside of Zeus's clubhouse and Thor. So. Yeah. Well, it's like, what, was it just small planets that birthed them? I mean, maybe they just. I'm hoping we do, that's they nice. do run into a very small planet in uh, in, uh, in in uh, Love in, yeah, in, in Love and Thunder, um, yeah. but it's like that that planet didn't have life on it, so it wouldn't have birthed the celestial. I'm just saying, but they, yeah. we know they exist. But yeah, it's just one of those things where like, because 
it seems scary because you see the the vision that they receive in Eternals of uh, Tiamat being birthed out of the planet and breaking our planet. Yeah. Um, but I can show you pages of Marvel Comics. Uh, like, the Avengers are currently living inside a Celestial. It's, it's as big as a mountain, but it's not big enough that it's going to break our planet. That means you just got different sizes. Some, some people are short, some people are big. Fair. Fair. Even in Marvel, they they do come in different sizes, but none of them have... I've never seen one that was, like, you know, the size of Arish and the Judge the in Eternal. World. Yeah, that's just, the, that's just the Shaquille O'Neal version. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, so that was that was Ego and Garn. What was the other one y'all had, y'all had a question about? Uh, what about Doctor Strange? Uh, Who would you classify Ky- it? Kaecilius. I, I gave it to Kaecilius. Um, yeah. Kaecilius, well. uh, just... Because, like, he's the face of the most of the movie. And he's also not working for Dormammu. He's, he's trying working. to summon he's, Dormammu. Because yeah. he... Cause... He wants to be his bitch. Then how well does he uh, score up? Because Kaecilius does actually do a lot of small things over and over. Like... Uh, let's see. Give me a second. I can show you. Uh... In the same, he, he he kills he kills the librarian and steals the ritual to summon Dormammu. Yep. Uh, we do see him see him do that. Uh, he destroys the London Sanctum. Uh, he kills the he kills the ancient one. Um, and these are all things we see him do. Yeah, uh, we don't actually get to see him kill Wong. We just show up and Wong's dead. Yeah. And then, uh, and then Strange uses the time stone to save Wong. But I would. I would still argue that in that scene, you are still seeing him do, like, there's a difference between you show up and, like, oh, I wonder if you killed him, and, you know, he's standing over the body, still destroying the sanctum. Well, but, like, we didn't even get to see a scene of him assaulting Long. Yeah. Um, now, what about the Tibetan sanctum? Kamartage? No, no, the, the like, because there's three, uh, Kamartage is not a sanctum itself, is it? Uh, it's not, no, no. I know it's not a sanctum itself. There's the three of them. There's a London, New York, and I thought Carmontage was the third. No, it's not no. Carmontage. There's another it's one. It's the Hong Kong one. Yeah, the Hong Kong. That was it. Sorry. Hong oh Kong. yeah, the one where he met. He where he met her. Um, um, because that is undone with the with the time stone and like Dormammu's doing that. Okay, I couldn't remember because I remember like the two of, two of them get destroyed in that movie. No, no, he destroys the Hong Kong one, and then Strange undoes the spell or like undoes it with the time stone. But yeah. Phil- Caecilius does still succeed in his plan. Yeah. The, the last remaining um, um, sanctum was the New York sanctum. Because it's like, it's like part of the, like how desperate they, they get by the end of the movie. Yeah. Um, like, uh, and then also, I just I just gave him, you know, killing Strange repeatedly in the finale. Well, that wasn't Cassilius, but also that, like... That was, it, was, it was Dormammu, but... It was like but he, also he, he killing was, the guards of the New York Sanctum was strange there. Yeah, by the by this point, I was looking for just places to give points because I knew nobody was going to get close to Loki. Well, also, um, they're fighting uh, with just between him and Mordo in the mirror dimension. There's like Kaecilius is. Yeah, that was the scene where he killed the ancient. Uh, yeah, one. he kills the ancient one. That scene is yeah. that the one? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's how it ends. Oh, because yes, because she gets knocked out. And, uh, yeah. Yep. So yeah, I remember that. Sorry, I'm also also having a hard time separating um Caecilius and Scott Atkins because they do a lot of shit intertwined around each other. Of one of them tagging out while the next one kicks the shit out of someone, then Caecilius tags back in. Yeah. So he so he wound up with like you know nine points, possibly eleven. 
Okay. Yo, the obviously the big breakout star of, star of Phase Three was Thanos mm-hmm. for Infinity War. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, Thanos Thanos scored twenty two points. Now I am very curious. How low does he score in Endgame? Uh, Endgame eight. Yeah. I figured, uh, he, I figured he had, he had a huge it. drop off. Yeah. Probably because with all it, they got to do all the time travel shenanigans. Yeah, he that's doesn't why. Show up till the finale of, yeah. of Endgame. No, and, on, and honestly, like Infinity War, that one, the biggest problem is, is like, since you score a lot of it based off just like, each scene gets one thing, is his scenes are so long, and he does so many separate shitty acts in each scene. Yeah. And he's still, well, and he's still became the number yeah, one Yeah, and he's person. still the number one. Yeah. yeah. It's like, so, uh, I, I, did, I did wonder about that, and I was going to wait till I till I'd finish it off to see if it, see if it felt like I was being unfair, but... Thanos is still the number one guy. No, no, he is. That's what I was saying. Like, that's the thing that, like, skews it even lo- the average even lower is just Thanos. Like, if you took just off, like, oh, all the shit he does, like, in singular, technically long scenes of, like, separate, like, important evil acts, because, you know, killing all the Asgardians. Let's, and let's, Loki. That's I, it. Like, I, I, you I could really see. shoot that score up higher, is what I'm saying. I just want to see, like, how it goes. Break it down for us, Pat. All right. Uh, so. The backstory we know we know he attacked Xandar, but we don't get to see it. It's one point. Killing the Asgardians, two points. Um, we know that we we learned in that movie that he sponsored Loki to uh, attack New York. Well, we knew that from Avengers. We knew that, but they said it in so many words in that movie. Okay. Um, like because uh, because ban- Banner tells Tony that. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's another point. Um. Uh, Gamora's backstory, the whole thing where he like, takes her from her mother, has Seven. a paper kill. That's we see that. That's two points. Um, he, we don't get to see him kill the collector. We just see the collector's dead body. Um, uh, trolling the guardians with the reality stone. <laughs> you know, he, he turned Drax into confetti. Turned uh, uh, Star Lord's uh, lasers into bubbles. Yeah, like I said. Just in this movie, he literally forces someone to go through the act of killing their loved one, yeah. only to make it meaningless, so they get to deal with the trauma of doing it. Uh, torturing Nebula. Okay, we, I was wondering if, you're, if you were going to include that, but I'm glad you did. Uh, we learn that he did massacre Nita Valera and Cripple Eitri, but we, we only see the after effects of that. Um, we see him sacrifice Gamora at Vormir. Um, but that the, was technically an act of pure love. Can you really count the, those that's heat. The, <laughs> that's heat, baby. The, I have it. Re- I have it recorded as Attack on Titan, but the big fight on Titan. <laughs> uh, stabbing Tony, uh, you know, to make uh, Strange give him the time stone. Look, that didn't give me any heat. That just made me. <laughs> uh, killing Vision, and the snap. So what does that come out to? That comes out to twenty-two points. Like he is—he's the only one that that has beaten Loki. Yeah, and even then, like I would have like the only other thing I'm thinking of that could really boost him up there, like exact things would have been you know, um, uh, killing Loki, some extra two. Yeah, just some of the. But because because it happened in the same scene with the Asgardians, yeah, like specifically the uh the things that were like would have boosted him up are in the same scenes of him doing villainous acts, him stopping to target one Avenger in particular. And just attack their soul. Yeah. 
Like, him being like, should have aimed for the head, should have given him point seven from just the snap. Was well, like, because I, I was, just that opening scene is like, killing out the Asgardians, traumatizing Hulk, killing Loki, killing Heimdall, torturing Thor. Yeah, like... Like that, based on because we see it all, that should have been a ten point scene right there. Thor, yeah, like Thanos gets more points in one scene than Thunderbolt. Across. Yeah, then some people get in their whole movie. Oh, um, how did you quantify Civil War? Uh, Zemo was the I, I counted as the villain. I'm, I I want to say that because Zemo's uh, been a good, uh, contentious talk for me and some other people about like how how he rates as a villain. Let's see, was it it was after Ant Man? There it is. Uh, so Zemo, uh, he uh, murders T'Chaka. Yep. Two. Uh, he frames Bucky. Two. He triggers Bucky. Okay, you're at six. Uh, he killed the actual interrogator that was supposed to talk to Bucky. Eight. But we don't. But we don't get to see him kill him. We don't get to see him get. We get to directly see his body in the whole setup and him leading into the room. Well, well yeah. we don't actually watch him. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so I, that, I counted that as one. That's at seven. Uh, we he kills the other Hydra super soldiers. We won't see that though. Yeah, so that's that's, that's one point. Yeah, and then he pits the Avengers against each other by revealing that uh, Bucky killed uh, uh, Tony's parents. That's ten. Ten. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else that can also directly be just handed to him in that movie because he did so much manipulation in that movie. Yeah, that's true. I mean. Uh... But I mean, all it all depends on like how you quantify. He he drowns the uh, the Hydra soldier. Yeah, is it really a villainous thing to kill a Nazi? Well, and also because he was doing that to try and avoid killing other people. Like he was like, do this, or more people will have to die. The only reason Chaka died is because that Hydra agent was stubborn. Yeah. Um, and then like uh, when he destroys the power grid. Like, That's in the same scene where he's inter- interrogating Bucky. Okay, fair enough. I don't know if you count those as separate, but okay, that's fair. Yeah, because it was all one big master stroke, uh, that's why I, I counted it as one scene. All right, got you. How many points did he get for dancing? Uh, that was in a TV show, not a movie. Like, in the same way, I, I'm not including, uh, you know, anything from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or or uh, or, uh, or any mm-hmm. of the Disney Plus shows. I'm trying to keep this... Central to this, to the to the movies of the MCU. All right, so now we get to Phase Four, where we are now. So what did what did Phase Three average out at? Uh, phase Three averaged out at eleven point eighteen. Okay, and Phase so two, it had some low lows, some high. Phase yeah. Two averaged at. Phase Two averaged at ten point eighty three. Okay, right at the average. Yeah. And then phase one was like what? Also, just just slightly above. Uh, phase one was a uh, twelve point sixteen because of Loki. Because yeah, Loki came in hot twice. Yeah, he 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 carried phase one. All right, and now but honestly, he would have carried the other phases if he was considered the villain over the villains of the movies. Well, yeah. he's not he's not villainous at all in Thor two, other than the fact that like he fakes yeah, his he's, death. He's mostly remorseful because like even even he's he's pretty much on board after they kill uh, Frigga. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, he at the very at, if he didn't like nobody else, he liked his mom. And once again, um, he was supposed to have died in that movie. Yeah. Like they played that scene. Tom Hiddleston played it fully straight, as if no, this is me saying goodbye to Loki. 
we have told we were told this is the end of it, and then they reshot that scene to have him show up on the throne. Yeah. Now phase four. Keep in mind that phase four is not over yet. Yes. Um. So it's also long at this point, isn't it? Well, it's uh, we're only six six movies into phase. That's four. as long as that's two a, other phases. Yeah, that's as long as phase one and two. But I was gonna bring up we are still slated for uh. We are still slated to get uh, Wakanda Forever, The Marvels, Ant-Man and Wasp 3, Guardians Volume 3. Or, right uh, now, we don't even know where Phase 4 is supposed to end. Yeah. Because like normally it was always cat by an Avengers movie, and now that... Um, now that the Avengers aren't a thing anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I do want to go back. Okay. Um, Homecoming. I want to know where Vulture's at. Uh, Vulture? Uh, he... He was tied with Killmonger. He was a 15. Good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's tied. I mean, he's one of the best villain scenes in Marvel is the fucking car scene. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, had to, I had to score that as two points. Like, that, <laughs> that, 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 that was... That was that was as scary as uh, as Thanos with the with the Asgardians. Yeah. I mean, look, I wouldn't give him any points. That was just him being a loving, concerned father. <laughs> no, Liz wasn't in danger. Liz had already got out of the car. No, that was him being a loving father. Let him know, like, go now, go show my goddaughter a good time. Yeah, but not too good a time. Yeah, no, no, no. I can show you if you if you if you, if if that seems lower high, I can go no, through. No, that, that's, no, no, yeah, no, that, that seems perfect. right. That yeah. sounds perfect. Um, now keep in mind that phase four has is te- is technically right now with my scale the lowest phase. Yes, I would Man. believe that. We need to go back and try to quantify this whole thing again but with the lieutenants and see how many Marvel lieutenants technically outdo their villains. I'd be curious. Because <laughs> there's definitely Cause I, some I, of them. Because I think, I think Curse might outdo Malekith. Oh, yeah. yeah definitely, sure. yeah. Um, and uh, let me tell you the back. I, I stated before that Ross was the lowest scoring. Technically, uh, I can't even remember his name anymore. The uh, Drakov uh, from Widow is the lowest scoring. That makes sense. Yeah. Um... Yeah, that's actually what I thought was going to bring the the, the score way down because I was going to be like, okay, when we get to Black Widow. It all really depends on like what we're setting up here, but yeah. It, the the problem though is is like honestly, any scene that has any conflict, you could give him a point for, but well, there's yeah. other forces working in that movie though. Yeah, yeah, because like yeah, for him, all I could give him was okay, he ran the red room, um, but we don't. There's a lot of that we don't get to see. Like, um, it's, it's most of it is, is stuff that Widow and Yelena are trading stories on. Yeah. Uh, we know he created Taskmaster, but we don't know the details of that process. Um, like, uh, narr- narratively, we see, you know, Widow and Hawkeye contribute more to the creation of Taskmaster than we see <laughs> break off. That's cold. Yeah, and then the, and then the big finale. Yeah. Yeah, no, um, technically, what I was saying is, you could technically literally give, like, every single thing the Red Room soldiers do... Yeah, him, but but, that's but just, it's like, but it's like the 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 fight between Taskmaster and and uh, Widow. Technically, Taskmaster's orders was just get the get the red dust back. Uh, it was completely incidental that that Widow even had it. Uh, Yelena just left it in, in in Widow's house. Um, so like she she's not directly acting on orders to capture or or kill uh, Natasha. Um, God, Black, the Black Widow movie seems like so long ago. Don't it? It was last year. That's COVID for you, baby. Yeah, like uh, Endgame seems closer 
than Black Widow. It, that's because Endgame feels more impactful. Um, and also because things were more normal back then. Yeah, because yeah, like Endgame was... Yeah, Endgame was 2019. Yep. Three years ago. Yeah. Um, like, uh, And to bring us full circle, you know, Gore, the person that kind of inspired me to make this list, Gore scored a 12. That's higher than I thought. Yeah, he's he's above average for his phase, and he's above average for the MCU well, as a whole. also because there is very few things that they ever say, oh, well, yeah, Gore did this, that you don't see Gore do. Uh, see, Gore... Because um, I, was, I, was, I was going through it, I was like kind of fighting myself. I was like, Gore's got to suck more than... The- no, damn it, I got to keep scoring these. Uh, there's an unknown number of guys that he's killed. Wait, how did you... Did you go back to the theaters and watch Love and Thunder? Yes. Okay. Didn't want to, but I did. Did okay. you like it more or less on the second viewing? Uh, the second time I was, I was with my family, um, and uh, that I don't, I don't think any of them liked it. Um, like uh, that's rough. I'm I'm more or less the same way. Pro- probably because I saw it, rip, I saw it so uh, there was so much of a less of a turnaround for me. Yeah. Um, but like uh, you know, I'm I'm still I'm still I'm still okay with the movie. Um, I still feel that it was, in my opinion, it is a very you know. A, Above mid uh, MCU movie. Yeah, no, it's that movie has a weird like it is aimed at a like a, like kind of a specific kind of like um Logan was is like, hey, are you a no no the sort of like growing kids and like what is you know oh, child okay. affection all that it has a bit of that too where it's like hey we're aiming at a weird specific target audience with this. Well, yeah, is either either either, you know. Either early parents or people close to death. Yeah, uh, but but yeah, Gore. There's like we know he killed an unknown number of gods. Uh, we just we just see a bunch of distress calls. All right. Do we consider him killing the first god a villainous act? Or I, did, does we don't get... we don't see him kill him, but in that same in that oh, scene, that first scene, yeah, we, do. we don't. No, that's not a villainous act. Him killing Ra- Raja, I don't consider that. That's a villainous what I was asking. Yeah, we consider that yeah. villainous act. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Um, I just gave the unknown the dis- the distress calls that we see him that we see the guardians are talking about about the god butcher. All right, what about when he let his daughter die of starvation and dehydration? Uh, Ryan's now the villain. <laughs> yeah, uh, he may he maimed Sif. Uh, then then we cut to the attack on on New Asgard, uh, kidnapping the children, uh, the creepy puppet show. <laughs> Uh, the Shadow Realm fight and the finale, putting Gore at uh, twelve. Okay. Like like I said, to, you know, for whatever you want to say about Gore being um, a weak villain or not, um, not representative of his comic book counterpart, for the MCU he is actually he's actually pretty damn good. All right. Um, he is he is sitting, you know, equal to uh, like uh, to Ultron, or uh, or. Uh, Hydra in a Winter Soldier. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, like, were there were there any, any other ones you were you were kind of curious about? Uh, what's what's lowest scoring in uh, Phase Four so far? Other, other than uh, so, what's the highest scoring in Phase Four? So? Highest scoring in Phase Four is Wanda for Multiverse of Madness. 
What's she score at? She scored a 15. Wanda never did a single little thing. She's just a mother who loves her children. Uh, she murdered the Illuminati. Okay. They deserve it. What, what did Professor X do? Oh, Professor X decided, oh, I'm a handicapped person who needs to get into handicap accessible places, <laughs> so I'm going to make them have to fucking accommodate a Volkswagen for me to enter a room. We don't we don't know that we don't know the backstory of this Professor X. I know that motherfucker was driving the you know BMW wheelchair. Like and honestly, because Scarlet Witch, if I had been including TV shows, I would have been able to give her more due to uh, WandaVision. Yeah. But considering that even the director didn't even watch WandaVision, nor did he take it into into account. Did they say got, that for multiple? Yes. Yes. He said, I, I did not watch WandaVision, and I did not want to take it into account. Oh, that's a bad take, guy. Yeah, he made Evil Dead, so you can say fuck you. Yeah. Yes. Uh, no. I mean, to be fair, uh, that, that that was Raimi. Um, now, the same writer wrote both of them. The The showrunner for WandaVision was one of the lead writers. Um, but to be fair, a lot of people... Because it was like, sure, he was the showrunner for that and the the lead writer on this project, but a lot of people also have a lot of issue with his dialogue. There's a lot of people who don't like the dialogue at all in WandaVision, and they hate it in Doctor Strange. That's understandable. That's just, that's just a, once again, a bad take on Raimi's part for that. It's like, hey, like... I mean, they, they brought him on to be a prestige director for a movie that, they, that, that for, horror, for horror undertones that they wanted. Like, uh... He did it to jump into a comic movie for the first time, and why not, not the jump first time? For the first time for the MCU. Oh, sorry. I was like, no, like motherfucker, no, it's no, like, it's like, you had like, I'm sorry, you don't get to jump into like, oh, you know, it's like, ah, we're building off this. It's like that'd be like going like, dude hey. has a lot of hangups about comic movies to begin with. We're I know lucky, he does. We're lucky we got the movie that we got. Yeah. Um, right, for for Wanda, like you know, we don't get to see, we. It's debatable on if we get to see her actually making the monsters that pursued um, uh, America. Uh, so like that that opening because because it's it's held for a reveal later. I only, I only scored that as one point. Um, yeah, that's also honestly a lot of the villains. Some of that stuff is kind of hard yeah. to score because the, a lot of the villainous acts are reveals later. Yeah. Um, the ultimate her ultimatum with Strange and the big creepy uh, plain apple tree orchard. Yeah. Um, the attack on Kamar- terrible gardener. Yeah, the attack on Kamartage, uh, killing the Illuminati, torturing Wong, uh, torturing the other mages, uh, capturing Chavez, and then the finale confrontation with with Strange, um, putting her at fifteen. So, and you did not count the ice cream song, because she could have stopped those children at any time from singing about that ice cream. No. Yes. Well, I, I love that damn song. I, I actually yeah. don't. Uh, yeah, pe- like, people who are, like, who are like, oh, it's so annoying. And I'm like, yeah, kids are extremely annoying when they want a thing. Yeah. But but their parents oftentimes won't care. They'll be extremely endeared to the whatever stupid this thing they're I used doing. to sing I Believe I Can Fly to my mother all the time. I can't sing, and that is not a good song for child to sing. No, that scene's just like the damn laugh scene in Final Fantasy X. If you don't get the point of it... I would be fair, though... Uh, I will say that two two children singing out of sync and off tune, uh, you can get the point of it and be like, that actually hurts my ears. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 
No, but people just say, like, oh, that scene was terrible. It was bad. I was like, ah. no, no, it definitely has a purpose. All right. Um, the uh, the other the other villain from Phase Four that I was kind of expecting to be higher, but um, was uh, the Mandarin. Uh, Mandarin Mandarin only scored like a, only scored a ten. He was very average. Well, that's also because, like, he's also kind of a family man yeah. part, in like, a lot of the movies, yeah, so... That's, that's, that's part of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, like, I think that they kept his score down, but, uh... Because also, like, some of his fucking, like, villain things aren't him actually directly ordering them. Yeah. Even down to, like, them telling him, hey, go get my son's necklace. Yeah, he, he did He did not He did not give them orders to, to assault, assault him. him. And also, he told them, you're not going to be able to take him. Yeah, it's like, don't start a fight, he'll beat your ass. And once again, I want to point out that the point of this scale is not to score and ob- try and objectively say this is the best Marvel villain because he did the most. No, is he did he did the most, and I think uh, I think that you know because you can't I can't uh, quantify how impactful a villain as Deed is. Yeah, there's there's no way for me to do that. Um, you know, we just we we earlier on we talked about Thanos. You know. You know, based on you know this scale would have like a, a ten points in the opening of Infinity War. No, like uh, another um, fun thing, which was going to be hard because of how long it take. Do the same thing would just be basically like, all right, the villain, I mean the hero of the movie, an actual heroic acts compared to just things the Avengers do in these movies that are like, oh no, hey, that's a shit heel move. All right, take away. Yeah, See how uh, I don't think you want that heat on Captain America. <laughs> Captain America does not look good in that light. Mm-hmm. Uh, I there was, are a lot of black folk who do not like Captain America. I, I was, I was actually. What's he doing in black? Uh, the fact that he kills most of Wakanda to protect a robot. Uh, that was T'Challa. He took that to fight to T'Challa's borders. But T'Challa's the king. T'Challa's the king. Well, I know a lot of people who hold that, and they again. are wrong. Yeah, uh, <laughs> T'Challa gave the order to take the shield down. That was not Cap's order. And also, to be fair. Cap was protecting, you know, all the other black folks on the planet because a lot of them died. And then the ones who were left behind were forgotten about by every government in the world, according to Falcon Winter Soldier. Because mm-hmm. I'm sorry, T'Challa is not subservient to Captain America in the, in the MCU or the comic. Yeah, I was about to say, actually, Black Panther have a long actually, story. Yeah, black, black Panthers have a long history. It's a it's a it's a tradition going back to T'Challa's grandfather of beating Steve Rogers' ass in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, but uh, so yeah, so that, so that was that was the uh, that was the scale. Hope like you know we we picked a lot of select few villains uh, to compare it to. Um, now, like I said, I am I'm very curious. Like on your personal opinions, not not based off the scale or yeah. anything like that. Just just having rewatched the MCU over a course, course of two weeks, uh, are any movies a lot better now to you? Like Iron Man three, do you have a higher opinion of that, or or Thor two? Uh, Iron Man three is that I, I actually I I've, I've I've traditionally been very down on Iron Man three, and I think part of that was just reactionary. I really wanted Mandarin. Yeah. Um, but. If I if I step back from that view and I was on the now that on the rewatch it was a lot more fun. Okay. Like, it has I remember lot, when we did our tier list, like yeah, you were real down on, it, and I was the only person that was high on. It. Like it was, yeah, it has a lot of like really cool bombastic scenes. Even the, even the all the all the scenes with like Tony, even when he doesn't have the suit, are still cool. Like him, kind of like you know, 
MacGyvering his own his own uh, his own Iron Man gadgets to assault you know the the forge where, where Trevor is. Monica specifically calls that uh, secret agent Tony Stark. Yeah, or even the scene where like you know he's on the plane that blows up and he has to like static cling all the people together to save them. Yes. All right. Oh, on the note, do any of the villains like? hold a higher, like, specifically the villains hold a higher place, you know, now that you've, like, quantified them, like, oh, I'm actually surprised at, like, well, how kind of good a villain was from that. Uh, Ronan was the was the one that surprised me. Because, uh, because, I mean, if you're there analyzing them, having to watch yeah. their every goddamn move, you're going to pay a lot more attention to them. Yeah, because Ronan, I think, and I think part of that, because we as a society were so gassed to finally see Thanos and to see him actually maybe doing some stuff, everyone's eyes were on Thanos. And um, also, it's a comedy movie, so when you have a deadpan serious villain who is not part of that comedy movie? Yeah. Like, the the, the, the whole, that ending, the the, the dance-off with Star-Lord, I, I was kind of cringing at, at that. Which, it was just weird. That in the, in, when I watched it the first time, I was laughing my ass off. Um, but on the rewatch, I, I kind of found it more cringy. Well, it's also... I think Peter Quill, the more movies they release with him in it, the harder it is to watch Star-Lord. Because he's the same character throughout all the movies, but his just later actions and like stuff he does just, I don't know, like to me of color um, previous interactions with him. Guardians 1... Uh, he's is is he's very different than Guardians Two. Yeah, I was just like, saying. Like, I actually he, completely he's a, he's, wholeheartedly disagree with that. Yeah, he, he's a lot more consistent going from Guardians Two to Avengers and and onward. In those, fact, in those, I have not rewatched Guardians One since the beginning. I've seen Guardians Two, Avengers, like, and all that. Because like Guardian Guardians One, like you know, Guardians Two, they they because they wanted to make it about Peter's daddy issues. Uh, they kind of took the route of making him man child. Um. In Guardians One, uh, dude is like making jokes about you know jacking off in every room of the, of the Milano. He's you know you know banging weird alien chicks. He he's he's a lot closer to Flash Gordon and Han Solo in Guardians One. Um, but in Guardians Two, because they wanted to lean more on comedy, they made him more of a more of a uh, you know more of like you know the jokey dad from like a family movie. Um. Or that's that's just my opinion. Somebody else might have a very different take. Um, but like like I said, that was uh, that was us kind of like going through talking about all the villains. Um, uh, before we wrap up, were there any were there any ones that you that you were curious about? I mean, I was not really. I, I think I think we went over the ones that we were, were the most curious about. Uh, anybody uh, listening on the podcast, if you want to know the secrets to Pat's thing, leave us some comments and shit. Yeah, I mean, I just I just explained it to you. No worries. But, Pat, uh, we can go over every single movie. Pat's yes. going to be typing up detailed Excel spreadsheets and putting them online to cross-reference. I mean, I might have to, especially as, as Phase 4 goes on, because uh, uh, now that I've started it, I'm going to feel compelled to, like, you know, go, okay, who, who's the big bad in... in uh, Wakanda forever. Now, once again, because quantifying the thing like mathematically, that that it's it's one of those things where like people can that's, say that's that, neat, but it shouldn't bear to the quality. Yes. Of, 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 the, of uh, the production. Uh, uh, a villain okay. who scored low on on the on the because uh, at the, the end qualifiers. of the day, Obadiah Stane sitting up and wah, 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 Tony with his little ear thing got the same amount of points as you know Thanos ending the Asgardian people technically. Well, him, 
Yeah. Yeah. So, yes. This, the well, math here does not... Well, I was going to say, also, just because a villain does a bunch of things doesn't make them more interesting or less interesting. Yes. Um, so, to put it in simple phrase, quantity does not equal quality. Yeah. So. So, um, now, uh, uh, that being said, uh, do you have a new favorite MCU movie? Or uh, a new least favorite? My favorite is probably still Winter Soldier. Okay. Um, and part of it is, and, and part of that is uh, just because, you know, the MCU has always, has always leaned itself on the, on heroes more than villains. Um, yeah. But but I I just like Cap, um, I like Cap I like you know I like uh I like Sam, um, so I, I have I had more fun with that movie and the, the the spy the spy movie angle you know. You said well, which really movie well you me. think you know is improved with Iron Man? Have any of the movies um, in your mind lessened over time due to like future things coming out? Like the farther out we get from the end of you know. The Loki TV show, the worse that show looks because nothing's come of it. Right. Any the same thing with movies. Well, I think the the uh, if I was if I was to if I was to list a big complaint, especially about like Phase Four, because um, people, you know, have talked about how it feels like it's treading water. Yeah. Uh, we saw Thanos at the end of Avengers, and that was the end of Phase One. We didn't. We didn't. Thanos didn't actually get his movie until Phase Three was already damn near over. Yeah. So we're talking about a span of ten years that we managed to still be invested because we knew we were building to something. Uh, like episode, uh, what was it? Love and Thunder. That was the movie to introduce, you know, whoever the big, whoever the next big, uh, saga villain is. Um, and well, I, that's gonna I, be an Ant Man and the Wasp. Well, yeah. Well, and I and I maybe and. Well, hopefully, well, uh, we, we know Kang's in there, but with how they've been doing on these movies and shows, like every time it's like a big multiversal threat. What crazy new thing? Oh, nothing. We're gonna tie, we're gonna put all of that up in a neat little box and never have to touch it again. Yeah, but I, but I think Same thing. I, I think they would be helped a lot if we knew what we were building towards. Because like we so far we've been like, okay, something's going on with the Celestials. There's something going on with Incursions. There's something going on with Kang. Yeah, it's all just... It's going in so many different directions that don't help each other. Because at this yeah. point, also... It's I mean, there might be a masterstroke behind this. This might be Faggy being like, okay, we handled Thanos, and, uh... But, you know... Because if you remember, for a while there, we didn't know all these things were going to be um, Infinity Stones. That was a lot of just fan speculation. We didn't know that the Loki Pokey stick was the Mind Stone. Yeah. We didn't know... Like, no one predicted the fucking Aether was anything. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's just the problem is at this point you've set a honestly, precedent. Honestly, it, and that's one of those. I don't, I don't think that was planned. And going back and watching it, I don't think that was planned. I don't think they 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 intended for the Aether to be the Reality Stone. Well, at that point was because it was doing space shit. It was yeah. making portals and all that. Also, because at that point the Thor movies were not magical. Still, Thor Two is a sci-fi film. Yeah. Like, like the, the 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 dark elves have spaceships. Yes, yeah. um, but I'm saying that like there there was a there was something going on behind the scenes that we just didn't know about, and then it do, it does all come together eventually. That might be the case here, but man, we're looking at such an abstract picture. Yeah. That. Well, and the other problem is is that going into phase four, 
was when they got X-Men, Fantastic Four, all of these other things. Like, they got the big toy chest of shit they had to play with. And everyone going into it was like, alright, when are we going to play with that? And every single one of their first projects has hinted at the new toys, or teased you with the new toys, or even with Multiverse, literally shown the toys you want them to play with, and then put it back in their neat little toy box, and like, nope, 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 maybe later. There's all the stuff that's like, alright, are we actually building to something? What is it actually building to? Stop showing me false leads for what I have to look forward to, because especially after COVID, we need something to look forward to. Uh, hey, the world sucks. Give well, it's, us like, a... it's like that, because also, like, without knowing that we what we're building to, we don't know what, what of what we're learning is going to matter. Or also, what of stuff is in the movie was stuff that, like, all right, we know COVID changed a lot of these things, because WandaVision and Loki were supposed to come out after Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. Um... I don't fucking see how, like, even with rewrites, Multiverse of Madness is literally just something that could not have even feasibly happened before WandaVision anymore. Like, any part of it. Or Loki. How they've established it. So, like, what all has been changed? What all is that? We still... A bunch of stuff still up in the air. Like, are the Eternals ever gonna matter again? Because, like, the reception of that was so... Meh. What's gonna happen with Black Panther? Wakanda forever, because it does well, not they, look like Shuri's sticking around for long. Well, they've already started to release uh, uh, parts of that plot have allegedly been leaked. Ah. Um, like uh, apparently they're they're going to uh, T'Challa is going to die off screen. Um, they they are killing the character yeah. inst- instead of recasting him. Yeah, they were um, never they're, they're never going. Yeah, to they recast. said they were never going to recast him, uh, but I, I wish they had made a different decision. Um, because, you know, losing Chadwick was tragic enough. I hate that I had to lose T'Challa, too. Um, and, uh, yeah, Shuri, Shuri's gonna be the new Black Panther. I mean, for this one movie. Maybe. I mean... Cause cause it, is, it is technically a mantle that can be passed down. It's technically a mantle that can be passed... It, no, it, it's a... It's a, it's a it, They'll find a way. Yeah, one I, one you can do whatever you want in fiction. I mean, even in, in the comics right now, T'Challa doesn't even use the heart shaped herb. Well, that's not it. You can do something, but it is just a. It, it's a whole shitty situation around. But it does suck that like the one here, like okay, we have to pass this on. Like had a plot point in the first movie of, and now the last person to have the because the last thing that gives you this mantle. It's like yeah, and also the fact that all right, we got to pass it to Shuri. Oh wow, Letitia writes. Got off the deep end. Well, yeah. So I, well, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do. I don't know what they're gonna do with her. But it seems like she's gonna be the she's gonna be new black new Black Panther. Um, <laughs> Look at this point. Warner Brothers just needs to hold on to Ezra Miller because this point they don't even have to make a movie. They just ask Ezra Miller to carry around a GoPro and they have an eight film series because nobody's catching that man. <laughs> He's still on the run in Hawaii. Well, he, How is Dog the Bounty Hunter not had an epic clash on the ma- on the lip of Mount Wanahakalugi? Well, no, I mean, I, I, I don't wrong. I, now would be a great time to announce that they're going to remake uh, Catch Me If You Can with Ezra Miller as the star <laughs> Um But yeah, so uh, I have one last thing. Okay. So I'll, I'll, one last question for you is. Um, now everybody's talked about like uh, how weak Marvel is on its villains. On the whole, you've now spent two weeks rewatching all the movies. 
um, and where your focus was watching the villains and, and all of their little moves and machinations. Yeah. Um, do you think that Marvel movies, on the whole, have a villain problem? Um, uh, that's part one. Well, go ahead. And I'll, I'll part one: Do they have a villain problem? By now, no. Um, like they, they've managed to stay fairly consistent with their villains. And part maybe that part of that is due to the Marvel formula uh, uh, aspect. Um, but I do agree that the those opening movies really seemed like they didn't like they didn't know what they what they had. Which makes sense. I mean, you hear the stories from Iron Man One; they didn't even have a script. Yeah. Um. Those 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 movies were were ad libbed. Um. You know, Thunderbolt Ross. That was a completely different production house. Um. Like uh. So it 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 makes sense that those were weaker. Um. That's why that's part of, part of why they ha- folks had such a reaction to Loki because that was like you know. So, you know, far and above what we were expecting. Uh, from Marvel in terms of villain uh, presentation, and also you know they don't they didn't kill him off because um, that was that that was the problem that I that I was that I was having was hey y'all keep killing these people off so you well, can't use them again later. Well, it's also because like like I've told a lot of people before like why there is not another Marvel universe, why the DCEU and everyone else who tried to make their own MCU equivalent has failed is because the MCU should not have worked. Like if you go back and look at how it came about, you're like none of this works. This clearly is just like, how did this happen? Because, like, in all the early movies, they were just like, alright, man, we would love to, like, connect these. Let's maybe put a little stinger and hope something happens about it. But no, we have to have it all be self-contained and be done. Yeah. Like, they were still working off, like, kind of like the old X-Men and Spider-Man movie logic of, well, we can't just let the villain just be there. Because then if we do get to make a sequel, we have to deal with them again. No, that's, like, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's kind of why I'm. I, I'm. I, I was so glad once we got to like you know, Iron Man two. Sadly, um, even on a, on a rewatch of that, I really wish that you know that Aunt, uh, Whiplash had been killed sooner in the movie. The final, final the the big bad of that movie should have been Hammer. Hammer in the suit. Yeah, Hammer was a fucking delight in Iron Man two. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, I I, I miss Sam Rockwell. Yeah. Um, I, I hate that, sadly, I had to count Whiplash as the big bad of that movie because, you know, he's he's the one with the grudge against Tony. And he's, he's also manipulating Yeah, he's also manipulating Hammer. Um, oh, weird question. Um, probably, Norman, how did you quantify um, Spider-Man No Way Home? No Way Home? The last one, whichever, whichever home movie it was. No Way Home. No Way Home, okay. Yeah. Uh, see, give me a second. For that uh, nine, the I just counted the Sinister Six as the villains for that. And they, as a group, oh, yeah. we got nine. That makes sense. Well, because the highway fight was two points. We see him fight Doc Ock. Uh, the forest fight with uh, Electro. Four points. Um, we don't see the sewer battle between Doctor Strange and Lizard. Uh, he's just in prison. Um. And technically, they're not doing villainous stuff when Peter's curing them. I was gonna say technically, there's only there's only real uh, like like with actual stakes. There's only like three action scenes in the movie. Yeah. So like the whole thing where where he, where they're cure, where they're getting cured, that's they're not doing villainous stuff. They're actually you know 
that they're actually time spent humanizing them more than anything. Um, well, but then, then you gotta be careful where you fall. Then, actually, then, I was gonna say, um, no, no. All of them but the lizard aren't doing good stuff. The lizard's like, oh, no, I'll but stay the, in the truck. But the lizard's not in those scenes. <laughs> the lizard's down there smoking a cigarette like, like we don't, I'm going to scare the shit out of Jay Jonah. Yeah, we don't see the three or four passing children that lizard probably ate. <laughs> <laughs> um, nor, are they, nor are they talked about. Um, Norman, Norman's big battle with Peter where he kills May, we do see that. And then after that, the big finale fight is, a, is Peter calls them to that. Uh, like we don't know that Norman was doing villainous stuff outside of that. Um, so much of the movie is just making the cures again, meeting the other oh, Spider. What about um when Norman goes and is um taking uh supplies from the homeless shelter? That's a rich billionaire exploiting the poor. That is not a rich billionaire. That is, that, that, is, that, is, that, is a, that is a homeless crazy man. That is you know someone, that is literally the type of person that, that beast was made to help. Committing welfare fraud. <laughs> Like no, that was that, that is a homeless crazy man. Um, but the part two to my question. Yeah. So you know, like uh, I asked, do you think that if Marvel has a villain problem, and um, I don't think the I don't think villains is the problem that they are having, uh, like making a good villain. They can do that by now. I think it's making, um, you know, move. I think the 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 formula is starting to show itself, but it's still not bad. Um, but the the B part of the question was um, uh, even in those old movies where that were like we did have a villain problem, like sure, obviously they they got us to the point of Endgame and where we're supposed to go. But even watching those with the weaker villains, um, where even where your focus was entirely on the villains. Did you were did those movies all still hold up very well for you, for the most part? Uh, in the movies where you have a particularly charismatic uh, protagonist or at least another charismatic actor, then they do help. Okay. Um, like you know, Robert Downey Jr. It, he he can ca- he can carry a, a shitty villain. Like, were there any of the movies that just you felt the villain drug the movie down? Incredible Hulk was really hard to get through. Um, also, Black Widow. Very hard to get through uh, a second time. Yeah, Blackwood, like... Uh, just because, like, you know, Dr- Drakov, there's so much... Because there's so Did much... Did you watch with, them in, in order of release or when they would have happened chronologically? I watched them in order of release. I think Black Widow, to me, like, would play better if you just stop Civil War two-thirds through, watch Black Widow and go back to it. Well, it's, it's, it's weird because, like, that Black Widow takes place over the whole of the MCU. Like it, it, it ends with the with her getting the Quinjet to, to go off in Endgame. Yeah, no, it's just it came so late that it, that's what like has kept me from ever going back and watching it because it's got some really cool scenes. But. Yeah, but like it, there's a there's a message that Black Widow was trying to tell, um, that could have been so much more poignant. Like they, because. There's so many elements of that movie that like they they were trying to tell a uh, everybody's trying to tell a Me Too story. They were yeah. they were trying to tell a story about a guy who uses power to take advantage of, of these women. Um, Please don't do that. But they but they didn't go into they never went they never went into the details of what he was doing to them. Like in, in Age of Ultron, we we learned that you know uh, graduates of the Red Room they all they get hysterectomy so they can't get pregnant. 
like you know, and we, they say that that's just one of me, of many other, myriad other things that are part of their brutal training. Like you know, compared to that to um, oh god, what was the name of the damn movie? Um, one that had uh, Jennifer Lawrence in it came out a few years ago. Hunger Games? No, the one where she was basically playing a Russian a Russian spy lady. Oh, I know what you're oh, talking about Sparrow. Red, Red, Sparrow? Red Sparrow. Red Sparrow. Yeah, that was that felt more like a Black Widow movie than Widow. everybody said that. Yeah, yeah. No, it's thank Ike Perlmutter. Uh, I thought Ike was already gone by the time Widow came out. He was. That's why Widow was able to come out. He kept that movie from ever being made earlier. Oh. He said no one would want to go see a superhero movie about a woman. Yeah. Apparently, he never saw Atomic Blonde. I mean, it's the same reason why it took him so long to come out with Black Panther. I mean, to be fair, though, if we still had Ike Perlmutter, we know that T'Challa would be recast. Ugh. <laughs> Don't. That, 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 that hurts. And on that note... He'd have, he'd have come back as Terrence Howard, like, I'm back. <laughs> I would laugh my ass off. <laughs> <laughs> Try to, right, Terrence right Howard now, to today, talk in an African accent. Right now, The most today, light Anyone's we, ever even we imagined. A, he comes we from start, North Wakanda. We start a petition. <laughs> <laughs> We're starting a petition. Terrence Howard as T'Challa. Oh. No, T'Challa. <laughs> oh my God, that'd be like actually. I was about to say that'd be like Wesley Snipes as, and I would. Man, I would love to see Wesley Snipes as T'Challa. Oh yeah, I would fucking love. No, no. You know who I want to see Wesley Snipes as? Umbaku. Not. Any Mbaku, specifically the one they've already established. Because I want to go see Mbaku go from being like crazy. Well, the dude killed it, man. But like, fr- no, no, he did. I want to see Mbaku going from like crazy, somehow like hyper, non-toxic masculine just dude. And like the weirdest thing, like, oh, like busting balls to Wesley Snipes trying to pull that off. <laughs> That would be that would be weird considering what what considering Wesley Snipes' physique now, like he is he is like real skinny now. Is he? Yeah, because he's not working out anymore. Yeah, but normally when you know like big muscle actors stop working out, they kind of blossom outward, not shrink. Well, yeah, good on him, I guess. Um, but yeah, so like yeah, so so this is Captain Corner Pocket. This is our kind of villain examination of the MCU. Damn, he tiny. Yeah, I, I wasn't lying. Man, uh, so uh, you know lo- he looks like a villainous RuPaul. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> Jeez, yeah. You couldn't have found a better picture. <laughs> no, I can't. They're all. That's literally looked up Wesley Snipes, two thousand twenty-two. That's his only appearance. Oh wow, yeah, he does look like a villainous RuPaul. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know. I mean, Ru- RuPaul, look, even when he when he's when he's when he's wearing a suit, looks like he could start his villain arc at any moment. Um, let's see, but this this was a, this is our villainous examination of the MCU. Uh, I was always your host, Patrick Coast. Jared, say bye, Jared. I'm I'm the the lieutenant of the villains. I'm sorry, I'm still um, stuck on this fucking Wesley Snipes thing. He's got a like maroon loincloth to go with his full maroon suit. His maroon suit shorts and thigh-high maroon socks. 
And next week we'll talk about... Uh, this eight- man fought Ving Rhames in a prison boxing match. <laughs> <laughs> Look next at week, him now. Next week we'll talk about the effects of ADHD on... Uh, on <laughs> on uh, podcast hosts? I was going to say on, on cinema analysis. Uh-huh. But, uh, and the effects that it has um, uh, in trying to report that. So, uh, see, Look at Ving Rhames. Ving Rhames still look like Ving Rhames. Ving Rhames looks like Ving Rhames and a half. But... Special guest host, Ryan. Say bye, Ryan. Man, I'm, I'm, st- I'm going to be stuck on this Wesley Snipe thing for a while. Y'all have a good day. Nice to see you again, Vaughn. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh-huh. Uh, so please give us a like, give us a comment, give us a follow. Let, uh, let us know Ooh. what you thought of this analysis. Or, Ooh, Wesley or, need to keep on them sunglasses. Or, uh... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> he looked like he had a stroke. Or if you go back and watch any of the MCU movies... Try 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 scoring it by my scale and see what see what you came up with. Do it for the heroes. Yeah. Oh. Or either the heroes or the lieutenants for that matter. Um. But with that being said, I will catch you next time. Peace.